Can I start the, the thing now? Yep. Well, good, because I've already started it. Okay, keep talking. Keep talking? By myself? Yes. All alone? Hey guys, um, I just went to a full day of school. I was at school from like 8 o'clock to 4 o'clock, um, and I'm exhausted, so... Yes, that kind of goes into, I guess, what we want to talk about today, if I am correct. Yeah. Um, because our school experiences are two very different, because I am 100% virtual at the moment, and I'm you're technically I'm, 100% in yeah, school. I'm 100% but. in real life. But then you go to a school that has, like, two yeah. days off, like, naturally without COVID. Even without COVID, we, we homeschooled for Tuesday and Thursday. So, do you want to share a little bit about your school? Well, it's a private school. I've been going there since kindergarten. Uh, my uncles went there. My logic teacher coached my uncles at soccer. And I'm using all their numbers right now. Like, number numbers? 31 in, yeah, number oh. 11 in basketball was my uncle's. And then my other uncle's number in soccer was... 31 so those are my numbers the first thing that came to mind when you said numbers was phone numbers and then locker numbers wow my locker number is 89 now everyone can go find where your school is well good thing we're not mentioning the school names no we are not my school name if i told you i guarantee you have never heard of it like no one's ever heard of it besides of course you know libby because i had I, heard of i it. told her but i had heard of it before you even that's because didn't one of your um people go there yeah friends i mean he's not my friend but it's okay. oh the people yeah my bad um at my school we were i'm just kidding thinking about oh so shots are five no i'm just kidding but we were thinking about going a hundred percent in school well, first, let me back up. First, we were going to do a hybrid option where it was going to be one week on, one week off. We were going to be in a, 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 a groups and then B groups. I was in B group with... Um, I'm just going to put this out here because this is how I was feeling with some of the troublemakers and pretty much none of my friends. And so that really upset me and I, I cried about it. You will probably find out how emotional of a human being I am. So that was really hard. And then... We found out that they were taking away the hybrid option, and they were either going to do 100% in school or 100% virtual, which was scary for me because I wanted to be in school, and I didn't want any chance for me to have to be virtual because, yes, we still need to stay safe and, you know, all that jazz, but I am an extrovert and love people, and so that was really hard, but we ended up going 100% virtual, and it's been it's been pretty good. Um I did used to be homeschooled for, like, six years. It's obviously different than homeschool because I could go out in homeschool. But I feel like in some way, shape, or form, I was kind of prepared for it, you know? Yeah. Do you think that you were prepared at all for this? Well, it started at a basketball game when I first heard about it, actually. I first heard about COVID um, at a basketball game Mm -hmm. uh, in January. And then, like... Yeah, they were just saying, wash your hands more. And I didn't really know anything about it. I just heard the name COVID. Uh, so. We're actually learning about COVID, like, in science. Because um, we're doing this whole thing called Undesign the Red Line, where we're just, this month, we're setting aside time to learn about redlining and systemic racism. And so we started talking about COVID and science. I think we're in, like, week three now. No, we are in week three. And how it relates to redlining and how... 
um, black people have been, at least where we live, black people have been, um, have gotten COVID more than their white peers, which is kind of like crazy. It's like, well, why is that, you know? Well, here there's also, in our neighborhood, there's a lot more black people, so the percentage is going to be higher than white people. But I'm not saying that racism is not a thing, but... No, yeah, I couldn't see, but, like, I'm talking about, like, where we live as, like, as a whole. Oh, I know. I thought you were just talking about our neighborhood. Never mind, Mm -hmm. then. But, no, I agree with you. There is, like, a larger percentage of... I'm not one of those people just finding that racism is not a thing. Just, just so you know, guys know. We are going to be an accepting community. Yeah, let's go. So, yes. We are going to share our opinions, though. Like, don't... Don't hate. Don't hate, because we are going to share our opinions, but that doesn't mean that we don't acknowledge... I was listening to your personal podcast, and you spent, like, five minutes... You spent, like, five minutes telling people to not... (laughs) To not hate. Yeah, because, like, I want to make it so very clear that I am trying to be... We are trying to be an open space in an open community like we have our own beliefs and we're not going to like force that on you but we're not going to change ours and we're going to be open to hearing if you have opinions but like no hate just listen to us if you want to skip over it skip over it that's okay or not or not you know you could just listen to our voices miss our beautiful voices exactly our voices are beautiful so something that's been going on at school um i was really scared because every single person in my school like, doesn't believe COVID is a thing or something. I don't even know. Not every single person. But, anyways, I was afraid that no one was going to be wearing masks or anything. But, it just turned out that they actually were, and they've been being really good about it. Um, another thing that happened is that a girl, uh, this makes me really mad, because there's this girl in my class, and her brother's getting tested for COVID. So, yeah. Hmm. So, my perspective on the mask is, like, or, like, just in general, like, you need to be respectful of people's space, whether you agree with masks or not, because there are people who do want masks and who do, who don't feel safe, and so you need to, like, be respectful, you know, like, you, in general, like, need to be respectful of what people are like, hey, when you're around me, I don't really want to hug. I have people in my life who, sadly, and I'm such a hugger, who don't want to hug, and, I kind of have to get past my agenda of, well, I want to hug you and just take a step back and be like, okay, well, they're obviously, like, mentally and emotionally, like, more affected than I am by COVID. Or not more affected, but affected in a different way to cause them to not want to hug. But the whole thing with the mask, it's hard to breathe in them. I'm just going to put it out there. No, it's not. I get that you need to be respectful. Oh, my gosh. For me, if I'm, like, walking around or, like, singing. I'm just used to them a lot more, I guess, because you're in virtual school and I'm not... Yeah, that is true. But, like, whenever I, like, go out or, like, in church, we have to wear them, which, like I said, being respectful of people's spaces, I understand why we have to wear them. It can just get a little difficult sometimes. Yeah. Um, I definitely think that everyone should be wearing masks just because it's the law kind of where we live. Um, And even if it wasn't the law, like, I don't know. I just feel like being courteous of everyone because you might not care about the virus, but I can assure you Mm -hmm. that there are people out that do care about the virus because Mm -hmm. my cousins really they have a lot of like health things and they got covid because there were two people that knew they had covid no one was wearing masks at the thing they went to except for them and they're the ones that got covid which is so sad it's like feeling like you did everything right and like i guess we really want to drive this home it's like be respectful of people's space and their needs whether you agree with it or not because like yeah it does suck and covid has been such a hard time but what matters more your, your your pride or what or being respectful of other people. I'm going to answer for like, myself. If you're in contact with people, like, 
I mean, if you're even in the grocery store, if you have COVID or something, or if you don't know you have COVID, but maybe you do, you're just not carrying symptoms, like, there could be someone that really, like, has something they really want to go to, like, if they have camp in a couple weeks or something, like, during the summer. Or maybe they have people older in their life that cannot get COVID. Yeah, and even if they're wearing a mask, the mask doesn't really protect you, but, like, if everyone's wearing masks, the point is to make it that, like you aren't getting COVID to everybody. What do you feel about, like, sneezing in the mask? Because I, like, sneezing in the mask to me just kind of grosses me out, so I just, like, slip well, it off and sneeze into my elbow. I'm talking, so I'm just... <laughs> well, um, what I was saying is there might be something that they really want to or people that they want to protect because that's definitely what my family is doing. Um, and you just really, really, really want to be respectful of that. And even if you don't believe masks work, but I personally believe that, like, masks will would help if more people were wearing them mm-hmm. um because again it's not to protect you it's to protect everybody and if everyone is wearing masks then it won't like, like if one person isn't wearing a mask and they can infect everybody but just because wearing a mask doesn't mean that you're going to like completely erase covid but it lowers your chance of spreading yeah. it or getting it and it's a way to be like to love other people so yes Back so, to my question. How yeah. do you feel about sneezing in your mask? Because I, personally, I pull it down because to me, like like I said before, a couple seconds before, it just kind of grosses me out to sneeze in my mask. Like, coughing, I'm okay with, but, like, sneezing, I just, like, and, like, I am so bad at sneezing. I will sneeze three to six times in a row. Wow. So, I really feel the need to pull down my mask and just do it in my elbow, you oh, know? Oh, yeah. I do it in my elbow, like, to the ground, and I always have... I always get really stressed out whenever I'm in class. Like, today I was in logic class, and I was going to sneeze, and I was like, well, this kid is over there, and this kid is over here, so it looks like I'm doing it in my lap. <laughs> um, but I didn't end up sneezing, so I guess I'm more, un- more unprepared than I would have been if I had had practice. But I do pull it down and just do it to the yeah. side or something, I'm away gonna... from people. Yeah, it's good. I'm going to move more into, like, the emotional side of how it's been affecting me personally of, like, having virtual school and, like, COVID, because no one expected 2020. Like, I feel like a lot of people were like, 2020 is going to be the best year. Oh, my gosh. Today right? I was watching, I mean, the other day I was watching, like, Beauty Guru, like, I don't know, just funny moments or something, and there was this James Charles video, and it was like, uh, I just have a feeling that 2020 is going to be so amazing, and I was like, bro, no. I think that co- oh, my gosh. Um, with unsolicited advice, there's, like, at the uh, – because – I w- I'm a late listener, so I was listening. You don't know what unsolicited advice is. You should go check it it's out. A it's, it's amazing. It, yes, it is a podcast. Um, but I was listening to it, and I'm later, and they're in the future, and they're like, I just feel like 2020 is going to be the best year. And I was like, ha, 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 little do you know. Yeah. But I think that 2020 could be a good year. I know that for me, 2020 has been such a self journey year, which is a good thing. So in that way, it was a really, has been a really good year. But I know that for me, I tend to, like, stuff down my emotions, and that's something that I'm still working well, on. Well, I've gotten my heart broken and, three times this year, so oh, I'm, I'm glad that this year has been pretty good for you. I'm just kidding. I'm not <laughs> trying to put pity on me. Um, But I was saying that, like, I tend to, like, shove my emotions down, and I think that's something I'm going to have to work on for the rest of my life because that's just part of who I am. And so, like, I don't acknowledge... Like, I'm really good at rolling with the punches, but the bad side of that is, like, I don't acknowledge that I'm hurting... And so then it just catches up to me, and I'm like, I don't know why I'm hurting. And then also I feed off of other people's emotions. So, like, if they're hurting, I'm – I feel that. I know it's weird, but it's it's true. And so just – I've had to remind myself, like, even if the moment I don't acknowledge that I'm feeling stressed, but I am stressed – 
it's like I have to tell myself you're stressed whether you feel it or not whether you're acknowledging it or not this is stressful and you are stressed and I just I kind of recommend that for anyone who's listening to just like acknowledge that this is hard and that you're going to feel stress whether that's down the road or like right now and then like have someone where you can talk to like a trusted adult or a trusted friend and just be like hey I'm feeling this and maybe you just need advent or maybe you need advice but I think that that's really important to talk about how you're feeling yeah which yeah so the emotional side for me um during like COVID and stuff and quarantine I got like I don't know I just we have college girls living with us and that helped a lot to have somebody to talk to that wasn't just my mom or my dad or my brothers um which they are important but you know like having an outside or not necessarily an outsider perspective but someone else I get it it's yeah um but it was really depressing for me to not be able to see people Mm -hmm. um me and me and Ashley zoomed a lot and that helped too but not as much as I would have liked we only did a couple times but it was always for like an hour and a half or something yeah I remember that with my Nana and Poppy, they live right next door to me, and I'm really close to them, and, like, my Nana is, like, her love language is, like, giving things, and so she would give us food, and I remember, like, having to wear a mask and social distance with my Nana, who's literally next door, and I'm, like, so close to her, so I can get that. I don't know if, again, like, the whole not acknowledging feelings thing, I don't know if I was necessarily depressed, but I can empathize with the hardness of that. Yeah, and right before quarantine like not me not eating it kind of spiked and then quarantine came and I was working out too hard before quarantine and then I just did it even more because um I wasn't doing any sports and not doing soccer really stressed me out because I wasn't running a lot and I ended up I ran a mile every day which is healthy but then I would do like crossfit with my sisters and um I would do CrossFit with my sisters and then do separate ab workouts, and I ended up pulling a muscle in my abs and getting really injured, and I could, like, barely walk for a week. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you have any... I feel like I'm kind of interviewing you, but do you have any, like, any advice or anything to say for someone who is or was going through, like, the thing that you struggled with during quarantine? Um, Just acknowledge that, like, you're probably not seeing your body through the right eyes and if you are um it doesn't matter I mean listen like actually listen to the people that are telling you things and make sure you're always talking to people about this because I didn't talk to my mom about it for like a month and then I injured myself really bad and like also not eating I mean I I don't really I mean (laughs) I'm not gonna give nutritionist advice because I don't know anything about it but eat, eat a balanced diet, and what really helped, like, just eat a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. you know, that's what helps me whenever I'm not feeling like I want to eat, is I just get, like, a big plate and then put lots of little things that are, like, a variety, and then mm-hmm. it makes me feel a lot better after. Yeah, I also think, too, it's, like, for me, I don't know if this is necessarily helpful, but, like, acknowledging that your body and your diet is different than someone else's because your body was made and formulated differently um and a big thing too like Libby said is just acknowledging and talking to someone yeah I think that that's really really important because we all get stressed in different ways and like sometimes that stress comes out in 
unhealthy eating habits or maybe like eating too much or maybe also just doing a bunch of work need if you're really if you're having a lot of anxiety and you don't really like not eating or wanting to control your diet or like having an eating disorder might just be you trying to be in control of something mm-hmm. so i think that was a really big thing for me uh during quarantine so just acknowledging that helps a lot and if you need to like really dig deep to find out what your motives are because it's probably something deeper i mean it's almost always something deeper mm-hmm. so yeah. i i definitely agree with that for sure i think that um i just lost my train of thought you definitely agree with that i, I agree with that you, that like you should dig deeper because most of the time one emotion is caused by another emotion I think it's micro emotions. Like, there's a big emotion, but then it's caused by this micro emotion, this micro emotion. There's a whole thing on it that I listened to with Brene Brown and someone she interviewed. So maybe I can share that in the description box, like a link to the podcast. But I just really think that that's important, um, too. Yeah. I like, I'm so upset. I had a thought that I wanted to share and I totally forgot it. Well, if you remember it, don't cut me off and say I won't. it. Oh, do or don't? Don't. Don't cut you off and <laughs> no. then say it. No, don't cut me off and say it. I'm oh. just kidding around. Oh, uh, okay. Or I, I thought you said don't cut me off and then say it, and I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Well, you don't really make much sense. So. Wow. Shots are just being fired. That was the first shot. That was the second shot. Not The first one wasn't necessarily towards me. Well, I think we're coming to a closing. I agree. I'm exhausted. Um, pretty sure Ashley is too. I am so tired. We will see you guys later. Make yes. sure to um, rate, review, share, subscribe, and send us a voice memo thingy, Bob, if you want to. Yes, it should be linked. We are now available on Spotify. So yippee! If you are listening on Spotify, if you scroll down to the description of this episode, it will have a link say "share voice message," and you click on that link. And you give us a voice message. And, and our email will be in the link, too. Yes, I mean, our email will be in the description box, too. Yes. So you can email us, um, and we'll, like, react to your emails. Or if you have, like, a story, because we like stories. And, yeah, I'm totally not copying on solicited advice. I just want interaction. Yeah. From... Just because I think that we could, like, respond to... S- anyway, we will talk about this after the episode, because well, we're ending. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.